Welcome to Simulcast. I'm Victoria Brazel. I'm Ben Simon. I'm Jesse Spur. I'm Jess Stokes Parish, and you're listening to Simulcast. Connecting the healthcare simulation community. So welcome to Simulcast, and more specifically, an update from Advances in Simulation, our open access journal partner for Simulcast. I'm Victoria Brazel, and today we've got some information on a new thematic series on methodologic innovations in healthcare simulation, uh, which has just come out from Advances with Professor Walter Epic as the series editor, uh, and the journal is currently seeking submissions. So there's some detail about this on the Advances website, and we'll link to that in the notes. Uh, but I've also got coming up a five-minute interview with Walter himself about about what the descriptions, hopes and aspirations for this thematic series are. Uh, but first, I did just want to give a little reminder about Advances in Simulation, the journal. Uh, as many of you know, this is an open access simulation journal, and I'm just going to read from the website. Uh, Advances in Simulation provides a forum to share scholarly practice to advance the use of simulation in the context of health and social care. Uh, many of you know that Gabe Reedy is the editor-in-chief, and he's also profiled on the Advances website. And uh, the aspirations of the journal are very broad. Uh, Articles relevant to simulation that include the study of healthcare practice, human factors, psychology, sociology, anthropology, communication, teamwork, human performance, and a lot more that are, again, detailed in the website. Full disclosure, I'm a senior editor at Advances, which also gives me some insights into the workings of the journal. We did have an editorial board meeting at uh, the CSAM conference in Seville in Europe recently. There was much good news at that conference. Submissions and acceptances are going up. Uh, according to the data, and I think this is freely available on the website, there were 225,000 reads, which is maybe modest by global journal standards, but I think pretty impressive. And there's quite a deal of geographic diversity in the editorial board, and one of the themes for discussion uh, was how we could also increase that geographical diversity in the submissions and published papers. Uh, but I really want to feature this methodologic innovations in healthcare simulation thematic series. And as I said, uh, there is a special editorial and description of that on the website. Uh, and I'll quote here, in order to help advance our thinking about simulation research, uh, seeking manuscripts that challenge our collective thinking about how to conceptualise, frame, study and theorise simulation in health and social care. But of course, who better to describe this than the series editor, Professor Walter Epic? So I'm going to uh, play a little bit of audio now, which is my discussion with him in Spain about the series. I'm Jess Stokes Parish, and you're listening to Simulcast. All right, so I'm here at CSAM with none other than Professor Walter Epic. Now, tell us, Walter, what are you doing right now in simulation? Where are you working? I'm working at the RCSI University of Medicine and Health Sciences in Dublin, Ireland, which is a, a lovely institution that is a professional training body for surgeons. It oversees all postgraduate training for surgery, and there's a medical school with other undergraduate programs in nursing and physiotherapy. So it's an exciting place to 
use simulation across the spectrum of learners. Very mm. exciting. Fantastic. Well, it is related to what I want to talk about today, which is, of course, research and scholarship in healthcare simulation. Uh, and that is one of your key roles there, I understand. But most importantly, both of us have a role at Advances in Simulation. And you and the editor-in-chief, Gabe Reedy, have just written an editorial that is kicking off a thematic series. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, thank you so much. Uh, the thematic series is going to be within the um, article type of methodologic intersections. And really what we're looking for is articles that bring new applications of theory, new methodologies, and new methods of data collection and analysis to simulation, and maybe borrow approaches that are being used in other, other spaces to advance our own field. So a lot of the work that's been done in simulation research has been descriptive, meaning describing what people are doing, which is amazing, and that's helped the field. It's been what we call justification research, sort of an answer to the question, does it work? And we know now from many studies that simulation has a benefit for learners and actually can impact patients. I think one of the bigger things that's that still remains to be uh, clarified is when does it work? Under what conditions does it work? And to what end does it work? And it's this type of clarification research that probably could benefit from thematic programs of research that apply certain ways of viewing, ways of thinking, sort of theories, new methodologies and new methods. So that's sort of what we're calling mm. for uh, in this thematic series. That's exciting. And you've explained that so nicely. Thank you very much. Uh, and just to be really clear, the editorial is the kickoff to the thematic series. So you're inviting people to uh, write in manuscripts that will be reviewed that really focus in on these methodologies. So just so that our listeners can get a little bit of an idea, I'm thinking it's things like uh, an ethnography and you can understand the group who you are working with using simulation, and that might be one method that, that you're might, talking about. That might be one method, or for example, uh, Ryan Bridges and colleagues in Toronto published a piece on institutional ethnography, so something that's a little bit different, but to understand how simulation impacts the organization, as mm. an example, or other methods of um, temporal analysis, looking at um, the time as a factor for performance, and, and these sort of things. Yeah, I can imagine some of us in the simulation world, we're not methods specialists. So this isn't for everybody, is it? But I think what you're saying is we need to have our eyes opened and obviously there's some leaders in the field that will help us with that and maybe there's people from outside healthcare simulation who might contribute uh, in a way to this as well. Yeah, I think this is, this is a really good point. There's a lot of expertise, for example, in the area of, let's say, conversation analysis, which is a very nascent um, area of inquiry within simulation and yet has been used more broadly in other areas. So this is the type of innovation that we're looking for. It's something that's established in another field, in another social science, for example, and applied in simulation to advance our understanding, specifically around these clarification questions, like when does it work, how does it work, and under what conditions does it work, and for whom, and to what end. So I think um, that's what we're going for. Mm. So there's a broad, uh, it's a broad scope so there's a lot of space for people to move in so this is a very um, sort of inclusive approach and maybe a little bit off the beaten path a little um, uh, innovative and yet of course rigorous mm, and absolutely. that's why as you mentioned all articles will go for peer review and um, which means we might also need to be creative seeking experts to review who have some expertise in the methodologies that uh, that are new up and coming in our field. Mm, absolutely. And I'm even thinking about a podcast we just did with Andrew Coggins, uh, where he used 
uh, a chess timing clock in debriefing and conversational diagrams as an aid to feedback. So some of these are simulation methodologies, but some of them might also be research methodologies. So um, coming back to the practicality, as you said, these will be people will submit the manuscripts, they'll be peer-reviewed by yourself and possibly others, and then uh, is the idea to just roll these out over a time frame. It won't be just one time frame issue. It'll be over a period of time. Period of time. Yeah, and of course, free and open access as per advances in simulation. Well, Walter, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Vic. Thank you for listening to Simulcast.